This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. To gray and gloomy workday red zone. Hope you are, are sitting somewhere in some bright lighting, and uh, hope you're doing all right as we get our Tuesday underway here on the Ticket Radio Network. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We've got a couple of hours to kill and several different topics to throw at you until uh, between now and, and two o'clock. We'll go through the slate and the rundown and all that good stuff here in a moment. But let's go ahead and get through the intro here. Of course. Uh, we're multiple places. There are multiple places you can find us Find us on your radio dial. Also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you would like to shout at us today, uh, you guys know the drill. Phone lines are going to be open for a lot of today's show at uh, 870-930-3776 on the Ride Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, you can also interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can also find today's question by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Alex Galbraith for hour one. Just for hour one per usual. And uh, I, I'm, I'm there with you. It's a gloomy, gloomy Tuesday. It's gross. It's going to have that all week too. And yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to, you know. Well, Focus. it's it's winter. Winter is a pile of suck. Yes, very so, true. That's just uh, this is what it is. We will eventually get to the other side of it a million years from now. Is always what it feels like. No, no, no. It'll be all right. It'll be sunny enough uh, sooner. We'll have that run one random week in December where it's seventy. Probably Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's Christmas Day. It'll be like seventy-five. You can wear shorts and a polo. You know, just call it good. And then we'll be back to normal. Uh, looking at what we got in store today, uh, looking forward to one thirty when we will have our regular chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll swing by, hang out with us before he hits the road for Conway. Also today in this noon hour, we're going to have some audio with Arkansas State women's basketball Destiny Rogers. Her team's get her team gets back to it on Thursday, and so we'll get an update on on the Red Wolves as we've got a lot of hoops talk to get into over the course of the next few days looking at what's in store tonight and some additional uh, news notes headlines what have you of course for a state men's basketball they're going to be back at it uh, coming up tonight as they're going to be taking on central arkansas going to be the red wolves first trying to find my email here with these news and notes in it i guess i just you know didn't send one out last night uh (laughs) Looking at, uh, oh, I didn't. I really didn't send out a sports email last night. My bad to everybody that I work with that I'm supposed to do this for. All right, so we're winging it with the headlines. Normally, I send these out the night before, and then I just pull them up on the email and look through them and and hit the news and notes and highlights and all of that. But uh, I did not send out last night's email like a big loser. I know I typed it up. Just didn't hit send, apparently. So here's the slate for tonight. Again, Arkansas State men's basketball on the road at UCA. The Red Wolves have actually won eight games in this series, but that goes all the way back to, like, the 50s. Uh, but uh, eight straight, the A-State has won. They're a two-point favorite tonight. Tip-off is at seven. That means your pregame coverage is get, going to get underway at 6.30. Looking elsewhere, Arkansas continues their three-game homestand, actually wraps up their three-game homestand tonight. The ninth-ranked Razorbacks taking on UNC Greensboro. That one's going to tip off 
at 6 o'clock. Of course, they had some accolades come out for that program yesterday as Ricky Council IV was named the SEC Men's Basketball Player of the Week. Of course, there were more accolades than that coming out for the Razorbacks. They had five uh, football hogs that were named to the AP All-SEC team, including three first-teamers. Uh, the first-teamers, Drew Sanders, Raheem Sanders, and also Ricky Stromberg. By the way, Drew Sanders announcing earlier today that he would, in fact, uh, be taking his talents to the NFL draft. Uh, last night, uh, one game that was uh, that did occur that we should fill you in on, the Grizzlies. Incredibly, incredibly shorthanded. Didn't matter. They were able to get a win at FedEx Forum. Over the Miami Heat, the final there last night, 101-93. to And uh, pretty cool, Tyus Jones, a career-high 28 points. He also had 10 assists. The Grizzlies were without John Morant. Uh, of course, they're still without Desmond Bain. Uh, they were without Zaire Williams, although he was upgraded to questionable. I think uh, Jaron was out. Uh, J3 was out in that game as well. Is he still going through like uh, injury recovery management or whatever they call it? So yeah, you had you had like no Grizzlies <laughs> playing in that game, but they still came out on top, and uh, that's what matters. So the Grizzlies have now won, I believe, three in a row. So they're undefeated so far in this young month of December. Pretty cool. Today's KavanaughCars.com question. It's a little bit too early to ask. Don't care. We're going to throw it out there anyways. What is the biggest reason that Arkansas State football will or will not be successful in 2023? Now, everybody who answers this today, you're going to be uh, answering this with incomplete data, which we know. The roster is going to look significantly different when the season kicks off September the 2nd against against uh, Oklahoma. The coaching staff is probably going to look different. And no, I'm not just saying that because, because I necessarily want there to be a change. That's just a fact of life. Very rarely does any program go into back-to-back seasons with the same coaching staff. You're going to have some, some random movement somewhere. So there's going to be a lot of things different. Additionally, we don't even know the complete schedule for 2023 at this point in time. That won't come out until March. So we're asking you a question where you don't necessarily have all of the facts to give us an answer. But that's okay. I wanted to talk football today, so we're going to get into it anyways. We'll go through more football stuff with the portal and all that coming up in a moment. But let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline and check in with Chuck. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How about yourself? Hey, doing good. Thank you for the phone call. You sound better than you did yesterday. I'm feeling a little better, yes. This weather, man, is just tearing my sinus Yeah. Up. You know, hey, my question for you today is, you know, they come out with the highest guys that are going to New York for the mm-hmm. highest. Who do you think is going to be the winner? I think it's going to be Caleb Williams uh, because here's here's what I, I think happened. I think, and, and I hate this, I don't know how many total Heisman voters there are, but I saw a lot of a lot of conversations on social media Friday night about how many Heisman voters had probably already turned in their ballot before you had that game where USC just got walloped by Utah. So I think he's going to get the win there based on the fact that that there were probably people who turned in their ballots before before all of the games were complete. Do you think he should win it? I think I think if if you throw out the championship games, then yes, he should have won it uh, because I think he had the better regular season. But I just think he was more instrumental to his team's success 
than some of these other guys. How can you say that about the quarterback at TCU, man? They well, put that team on his back all year long. <laughs> he especially did in the championship game. You know, again, if we're, yes. if we're talking about the full body of work, man, I loved watching Max Duggan on Saturday, even though even though they lost, even though they lost. But uh, statistically, I mean, statistically, Williams had the edge. The to me, I think he should be the Heisman, and I got a guy in there, but I would still vote for Duggan. Dude. I mean, just all year long, I've watched him put TCU on his back mm-hmm. and bring them back and win, dude. That now it didn't work out like that Saturday, and you know that boy gave all he had because I mean, you I know, know. he's tired. That ninety, you know, he, that that game scoring drive. I mean, nine, he ran, he rushed for ninety five yards on that drive. Nobody does that. No, I mean that. Now that's my opinion. That's where my vote would go. Sure. Uh, you know, and did you see where after the game he done his press conference? They put it on YouTube, and he was crying and everything. And old Caleb put some kind of smart remark out. On uh, social media, it's now been taken down. I just, I don't know, man. I don't think he's a class act. I don't think he should be the Heisman. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree with. In terms of personality, like I'm, I'm with you on the Max Duggan bandwagon. And of course, you also have the fact, you know, none of us. We, we didn't mention this yesterday because there was so much other stuff going on, but we didn't even get to uh, critique Caleb Williams' manicure. For no. that USC and, and Utah game, which that was no, a that was a it, that was dude. a bad look. I mean, it, look if you're going to do that, if you're going to be that cocky and you're going to be that confident, I mean that's fine, own it. But you better win if you do something like that. You better yes. win, and he did not. I get he was a little no. bit hampered. He had that hamstring injury, but like you just you better win. I mean, by the end of that game. You know, Max Duggan, you know, on the flip side, by the end of that game, probably needed to be on a ventilator, but he was still going strong. Yes. I mean, you know, he pretty well all year long since he stepped in. It's put TCU on their back, on his back, and carried them, you know? Yeah. But, Karen, that's all I had. I appreciate you taking my call, y'all. Have a great day, and go Red Bulls. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I just... I don't necessarily like Caleb Williams, the person either, but I, I think he's he's going to win. 4,000 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 more on the ground. They go for the dazzle with these Heisman votes. And Williams playing for a Hollywood team had, had the dazzle. Until the championship game. And again, I think, unfortunately, a lot of voters would have already put in their ballots at that point in time. Disappointing. But I think he wins. Don't necessarily want him to win, but I think he wins. Uh, I tell you what. We can go ahead and step aside here and take our first break of this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We've got a lot to catch up on. uh, A-State related. One quick note. Uh, before we, we come back, because we're going to talk hoops with you when we, when we come back, but I know all eyes are on the portal this week. Uh, last I looked, which was actually at about 11 o'clock, there were no Red Wolves in the portal, um, aside for, of course, the ones 
that we knew about last week. So let me say no additional, no new Red Wolves in the portal. So uh, right now on day two of the portal being open big time, still still zero Red Wolves to be found for this week. But we will continue to check that, you know, throughout the course of the day. And I, I still anticipate that changing. I know that is going to change. But no names out there yet. So when we come back, now that we've thrown that out there, and now that you guys know the KavanaughCars.com question, again, what's the biggest reason A-State football will or will not be successful in 2023? Uh, We're going to come back and get you ready for tonight's basketball game, A-State at UCA. That's on the way. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. First Financial Mortgage is well known for their commitment to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Kenneth had to say. My wife and I were met at the door with a big smile and a knowledgeable expert. With many years of experience, we were calmed with Mrs. Tucker's demeanor. First Financial Mortgage did all the work and helped us with any and all questions. The experience was flawless. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FD. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. What's one of your favorite memories? (laughs) That's a tough question. Um, well, there was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. And, um, I can remember one night we were laying out in our hammocks and we were just, you know, watching the trees rustling in the wind above us and we could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and the creek running nearby. It was amazing. It felt like we were a part of it all. 
I don't know if I do it justice trying to describe it, but I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I, I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We will continue to keep you updated on any portal news today, any offer news today, any carousel news today, all of which there there is for numerous programs around college football, but still kind of a quiet day for A-State football, so we'll Follow back around, uh, circle back around on, on the football talk here in a moment, get into Saboop's talk. Do you want to uh, reiterate the KavanaughCards.com question, though? What is the biggest reason A-State football will or will not be successful in 2023? And, by the way, you can give us two different answers. Some of you kind of go in with one answer that's in the same same kind of area. But we'll start looking at your answers at Kara underscore Richie. Or on the phones at 8709-303-776. Men's basketball tonight. One and a half to two point favorite, depending on where you look at UCA. And with this one coming up, I'm kind of curious if we're gonna see <laughs> if we're gonna see more Big Ten basketball from the Red Wolves tonight or, or not. I know we talked about why that has been the case for A State. Again, with this team a little light on depth and a little bit uh, dealing with well there's there's some injury things going on this team like so many other uh, people have also been dealing with a little bit of you know illness non-COVID illness there's been some guys with the flu and things like that so they haven't been full strength in a minute and that certainly includes their last time out which was a 58-38 win over Mississippi Valley State back on uh, I just went blank Uh, back last Thursday is when that game was um, it was it was <laughs> so slow. It was an efficient game for A-State, both offensively and defensively. Uh, the Red Wolves shot it fairly well. Uh, they played incredibly well defensively. And that was the fewest, opponent, uh, fewest points they've held a D1 opponent to in, in forever, like a decade. So a really good performance there, just a, a slow and methodical game for A-State. When you look at you know some of the, the different notes here statistically, UCA is a team that has uh, definitely scored some more points this year than A-State, but on the flip side, they've also allowed a whole lot more points than the Red Wolves have. Uh, they come into this one 4-4 four and four, uh, so far on the young season. And in terms of their, their wins or, or losses of note, 
for the Bears so far this year in the month of November. Uh, you know, they've got uh, a few non-D1 wins, or at least uh, one non-D1 win over Hendricks. But then their other wins include uh, Little Rock, Ryder, Idaho State, and then the losses to Northwestern State, Niagara, Wichita State, and Loyola, Chicago. So they're ranked in the 300s in Ken Palm. You look at where A-State uh, might could be able to to take advantage in this one. You know, this is a, a team in the Bears that, that turns it over a little bit, a little bit more than A-State does. We know that that's been a strength for A-State, is not being sloppy with it, uh, especially considering just how well A-State shares the basketball. A-State ranks 30th, 40th, somewhere in that neighborhood in assist-to-turnover ratio. So they are able to, to pass it around really well without getting sloppy with it. One of the things that I'm hoping to see A-State do tonight at, at a decent clip, hopefully, is defend the three-point line a little bit better. That's just going to be a work in progress for, for a lot of the season and, and until <laughs> you see significant growth there. Um, A-State did a good job on that. You know, flashing back to last week against Mississippi Valley State. But there's also been some teams that have really, really done some damage uh, to A-State in terms of of three-point shooting. So that's going to be an area where A-State continues to work as they get closer and closer to the start of the Sunbelt Conference season. And UCA will will shoot it at, at a decent clip. You know, you flash back to... Uh, one of their last games in the month of November, it was a loss there to Loyola Chicago, but they took 29 threes, and they made 13 of them. So again, that's something A-State is going to have to be wary of against this Bears squad. They're going to shoot it from deep, a good clip, and a lot of those are going to go in. Now, we know A-State can certainly hang in in that aspect, and I really, <laughs> I'm going to be that person on my couch tonight yelling at Malcolm Farrington to shoot it. As soon as he crosses the timeline. Because he's just. He has been so good. In that aspect this year. And I just want to continue to to see him. Uh, shoot like that. Which he's certainly capable of. But then also I, I'm ready to see a little bit more. Quantity to go with the quality shots. Uh, he's averaging what. Nine, ten, three point attempts per game. He's making about half of those. Just you know. I'm not, I, I don't want to be greedy. You know just maybe get that number up to, to 12 or 13. Because if they're going to go in. My goodness, keep taking them. He is uh, he's smart enough as a player to know what is a, a good and what is not a good attempt. And, of course, we know right now that he is just always, always, always got a green light. I'm curious to see uh, when you look at the lineups tonight, whether or not Terrence Ford and Isaiah Washington, Isaiah Washington, Isaiah Nelson, uh, will continue to, to be in those lineups. They started for a couple of games. Or at least uh, Isaiah Nelson has. Terrence Ford was in there for a little bit where I think uh, Avery Feltz was was recovering from illness. Those guys have been huge sparks as as true freshmen. Fun note on Terrence Ford. He leads the nation in assist to turnover ratio. Leads the nation right now in that aspect. That's pretty cool. Additionally, Avery Feltz ranks 10th. <laughs> so 
we talked about how good of a job this team does at sharing the basketball without having mistakes. It's it's those two guys are are as good as it gets in the country. So those are some of the things to watch out for tonight. Seven o'clock is when that is going to tip off. Six thirty, your pregame start time on one hundred seven nine K Fine. Now I want to switch gears for just a little bit. Uh, and talk some A-State women's basketball with you. The Red Bulls won't return to the court until Thursday as they get ready to take on North Alabama. A-State, the women just absolutely not playing at home, hardly any at all this month. But there is some good news that Coach Destiny Rogers shared with us today on, on a media Zoom call, and it is that Leilani Ogman is set to make her return uh, for A-State coming up on Thursday. I say her return. She's been here for, for a year and, you know, the start of another year and has yet to be able to take the court. Last year she redshirted, knew that was going to be the situation there, but this year it's been, it's been injury that has kept her from participating. So it's going to be great to finally see her make her first appearance, you know, not practice-wise in an A-State jersey. She will be on a, a bit of a, a pitch count <laughs> or a minutes restriction. Coach Rogers saying, you know, 15, 20 minutes, all she's going to be able to contribute on Thursday, but just we're about to start seeing this A-State women's team get healthier. And that is amazing because they have not been healthy in about a year and a half. (laughs) So if you get that, it's really exciting to think about the kind of season that they might have. And we'll get caught up with A-State women's basketball here as we've got some audio from head coach Destiny Rogers. And she starts in her comments just uh, with an opening statement, recaps the past week, recaps what the Red Wolves did the last time out, and of course talks what about what practice has been like this week for A-State. Have a week to rest our bodies. Um, got a chance to kind of limit reps for some of our players like Kia Patton, Melody Kapinga, kind of, you know, obviously Kia Patton coming back from her injury and then Mel has just been playing for so long. So just we got an opportunity to kind of rest their bodies a little bit. Um, but also on the other side of that, we've been able to kind of have some longer practices and uh, really try to clean up some things we feel like we need to clean up and uh, work towards, you know, a really tough game that we have this Thursday. Um, but just dating back to our last game against McNeese, it was really exciting and probably the easiest job I ever had to do coaching them scoring 42 points in a quarter. Um, but, you know, I said yesterday in the interview that I wasn't surprised that we did that. Um, I think that we are capable of scoring it like that at any given moment just because of the amount of talent that we have. And we just we shoot it better than what we've shown. So I expect, you know, with the way we've been practicing, hopefully our uh, shooting can kind of build off of that and we can continue to show progress each game, um, which I feel like we have. So we're really excited about Thursday. It's going to be tough. Uh, They have uh, the leading uh, three points made per game at four game. Um, one player, and then they have another player that's 13th in the country leading an assist. So they're a really good team. They're a solid team. Uh, they're going to be a type of team to try to slow, slow us down and make us guard in the half court. So I'm just really excited to see how far we've progressed since playing a team like this. Hard to forget what A-State did the last time they were out on the court. You flash back to last week on the road at McNeese, and it was a 42-point first quarter on the way to 102-83 to win. So pretty <laughs> pretty impressive what A-State did there. Now, Coach Rogers, of course, she's only been at A-State as the head coach for about a year when you count the interim, but she's been around basketball for a long time, obviously. 
as a player and a coach. So ask her today, you know, have you ever been a part as a player or a coach at any level of a quarter like A-State had uh, just a few nights ago against McNeese State? I have not. I've been a part of some really good quarters where we, you know, really scored it well or defended well. I haven't been a part of a quarter where I felt like every shot was going in. And uh, I mean, it didn't matter who was shooting it. I felt like it was, it had a chance. And uh, like I said, uh, we didn't do very good in the shoot around. We couldn't hit anything. So in my mind, I was thinking we're probably going to have a good shoot night. And we came in and we just lit the nets on fire. And uh, they had a lot of fun doing it. I could see the confidence in them. And so after the game, my message to them was, you know, when we were hitting shots, you could tell that we were just shooting it freely. We had a lot of confidence. And that's how we want to be even when things aren't going our way. We want them to build that confidence, and hopefully that was a big confidence booster for us. She talks a little bit more about the confidence, about the morale, and about what a quarter like that does for for a team. I don't think we're surprised. You know, we we know how good we are. And uh, I think, if anything, the team wonders why I'm on them so tough. You know, like during a game, McNeese, you know, we had the 42-point quarter, and I thought that we followed it with a not-so-good quarter. And uh, I was on them pretty tough at half at, at halftime and after the game because they were looking at me like, well, Coach, we're up 20 points. We're up 30 points. And I'm just trying to get them to understand the bigger picture of, you know, we want to be great. And uh, we are, we're trying to work towards a championship. So, um, but, you know, you could just see the excitement in their eyes. They were, they were really confident in what we were doing and, and, and who we are. And you could just see it in practice too. Um, we've gotten a chance to have some, some really long practices and really work on some things. And you can, you can start to see it coming together. So it's been really good for us. Looking at what A-State women's basketball has coming up, one, two, three, four, five, six, six games. This month of December it will include a, conf- a couple of conference games to get, uh, to, excuse me, to wrap up the month. Uh, you got a couple in state battles coming up at Little Rock, uh, coming up on Sunday at 21st ranked Arkansas. But all in all, six games, only one in Jonesboro. So, what are the challenges in dealing with the month where you're just flat out not at home? You know, we, we knew that uh, we were going to be on the road at the start of conference. So, we were just trying to get our kids prepared. Um, to to kind of see what it feels like to be on the road and play some tough games because we really want to get off to a good start when we start conference. And uh, so we kind of had an idea of what it was going to look like. So we wanted to um, try to schedule some tough games at the end of December uh, to try to get us battle-tested and ready for the conference. Um, but my kids are excited. They're excited about the next four games. Uh, you know, they'll also be excited, you know, after our EULA game, they'll get to go home for a couple of days and then come back refreshed and ready to go for conference. This uh, stretch here in December, again, starts Thursday at North Alabama. Four and three is the record there. Most of their wins have come against non-D1 teams. Uh, They did have a close battle against Southern Miss a few weeks back, of course, who is a team A-State will eventually play in conference play. So, Coach, what, if anything, did you learn about this North Alabama squad from from watching them take on an opponent that you'll face down the road in, in Southern Miss? You know, when I watched that game, they just, they were hitting a lot of shots and, uh, Obviously, that, that makes me nervous because it, it seems that every team that we play, whether they can shoot or not, they have their best shooting nights against us, it feels like. So we just we just been working on uh, kind of our game plan. I, I love that we get the opportunity to kind of work a couple more extra days uh, towards this team because I think we struggle with teams like this. And uh, we scheduled this way for a reason. And uh, 
you know, these type of games, they just help us get ready for conference. And so it's going to be tough. I We talked uh, about it yesterday to the team that, you know, you're going to go into a tough atmosphere and uh, their gym is not like an arena style gym. They have walls behind their, their goals. So we've been trying to practice at our hypest to kind of get us ready for shooting on those goals. Um, but it's just going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And we're going to have to sit down and we have to guard and we're going to have to challenge shooters. And uh, they have one that could just flat out shoot it. So we've been working on a game plan for a couple of days now. We'll work some more today and tomorrow, and then we'll see what happens on Thursday. Again, that was Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers as her team looks ahead to a couple games this week, a busy month of December, and uh, and some health. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> but uh, tonight, men's hoops again, 7 o'clock on 107.9 KFON on the road at UCA. When we come back, we'll dive back into the football conversation, including our KavanaughCars.com question. We'll return right after this for more of this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors here on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. The holidays are here, and American Made General Store is the place to shop for one-of-a-kind gift items. Come in today and get your new shipment of Greenwich Bay soaps, Wine River wind chimes, Rada knife sets, and stay put pillows. The name says it all. Everything you see in our store is manufactured in America. We have over 5,000 American Made products from almost every state. So come find that unique and perfect gift for everyone this Christmas at American Made General Store. Shop one of our locations in Pocahontas, Brooklyn, Rogersville, and Conway. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. Hey, it's Matt Stoltz, and recently our house needed a new roof. Roof Raiders met with the insurance adjuster, set up a time to come out, and my entire roof was finished in two days. What I thought might be a huge headache was made remarkably easy by the folks at Roof Raiders. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan. It's time to take a look at your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. December corn at 6.30 and a half, up one and three quarters. March up one and a half at 6.42. January soybeans at 14.64, up 26 and a quarter. March up 25 at 14.70. December wheat at 7.12 and three quarters, down two and three quarters. With March down two and a half at 7.36 and a half. December cotton at 86.06, up 1.12. March up one at 83.87. January rice at 16.94, down 10. March down eight at 1729. In the livestock complex, December live cattle at 151.63, down 160. February down 218 at 153.65. January feeder cattle at 180.75, down 303. March down 315 at 183.25. In December lean hogs at 82.48, up 40. February down 285 at 87.68. That's your noon farm market report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC field tested and farmer approved. 
When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's no doubt about it. Being informed is key in the business of agriculture. You need the best return on your investment, and we're here to help. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson with the EAB Ag Network. Each and every weekday, we'll keep you informed with the latest news that affects our region and market prices as well. Stay tuned for reports on this EAB Ag Network radio station several times each weekday. The EAB Ag Network, keeping local farmers and ranchers in the know. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. This noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. You need to get yourself a new swanky chair for yourself for Christmas. Because maybe your chair looks like it was upholstered in 1974. May or may not be talking about myself here. You can reach out to David Martin Office Interiors. They're at 972-0180. Again, 972-0180. That being said, my ugly chair is very comfortable. So I'm all right. Uh, what do we got going on? We got a KavanaughCars.com question today, and we're about to uh, check in on, on some football news, although no portal departures for Arkansas State right now. Uh, but our KavanaughCars.com question, what's the biggest reason Arkansas State football will or will not be? successful in 2023 you all have some great answers on twitter so far at kara underscore richie so we'll look over those uh, coming up here in just a little bit but phone lines open 9303776 let's shout it wade how are you i'm okay how are you hey doing well thank you for the phone call oh thank you for the forum um i think it all depends we have to have a mobile quarterback but we're also going to have to have some beef on the front line to give him a minute to not have to run for his life. So he's either going to have to be uh, pretty mobile uh, when he needs to be, which would be great, and and have a, just another second or two, you know, a little bit of time to to uh, find to find his receiver. So if we do that, I think we're okay. But if we if we do the same thing we did last year with pretty much the same scheme, we're not going to be very successful. We we tried it for two years, and I don't really like the scheme, but maybe it's personnel. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the offensive numbers, you look at it, the stats in the past two years under the Butch Jones era, and, and defense took a big step forward from 21 to 22, and offense did not. It was pretty much exactly the same statistically, and and there was not a lot of success. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch 
because I feel like, I mean, and you know me, I mean, I think anybody that listens, I'm not the most informed or intelligent, savvy, um, you know, I'm a fan. I'm, I can't tell you what scheme they're in a lot of times and that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, but uh, of course, I know the objective, and I, I know when they're playing well, I know when they're not. But it seems like a lot of times we, you know, and it just seems like we're, I, I don't know if it's the, the scheme they're playing or if it's the, the you know, the lack in the talent. I don't know, but hopefully we'll get a court. We'll have a quarterback that can be more mobile, and we have a little bit more time uh, to give them our receivers time to you know get open and get downfield. Yeah, I think about you know, I think about when Freddie Knighton, of course, was here, and, and he was the dual threat quarterback that we've we've seen um, over the past several years at A State. And then I think about the next year after after he graduated. And how much worse it seemed like the offensive line was, even though for the most part it was it was the same guys. And we had Walt Bell and, and Blake Anderson and everybody else involved with that team telling us just that, hey, you know, having a dual threat guy, having a quarterback that can run can mask a lot of issues with your offensive sure. line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, I'm disappointed in this year uh, because I didn't, you know, I expected to at least see in my mind, that we made some steps. Mm-hmm. But those last uh, fourth-quarter collapses were, that's deflating. I don't have an answer for that. So I, I don't like that. And and they felt like they were kind of predictable, like, oh, man, we're up 10 points. or you know, we're, And then every, it seemed like every game, it's like we we needed to quit after the third quarter. Yeah. So, um, hey, can I talk ba- uh, basketball for just a second? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick, um, I like Coach Desi. Uh, I think she's still in the learning curve, but I think we'll get there. I mean, I, I think she's going to take us to the promised land. I really do. Um, so, you know, but she's she's just learning. So, you know, there's going to be some learning and to get her, her players. Uh, Coach Bellotto, is this his fifth year, I think? I think this is your sixth. Wow. Okay. Um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm a pretty patient guy. Um, I, I'm hoping the Dickens we beat UCA tonight. Um, I expect that will be a tough game, and I'm expecting that will – that last three or four minutes is going to be. I hope we're not in that position. Um, but if I look, I just glanced at the ESPN thing where you you know you see the next games and it has the projection. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, ESPN is projecting pretty much we lose most of our games, the remaining games. There's a couple here and there. Have you looked at that? I haven't looked at any projections, but you know, you look at, at A State's rankings, you look at the fact that, that most of right now A State's wins have, have been over either non D one teams or teams that are value or teams that are considered to not be great and it, it does make you a little bit concerned with what the season's gonna look like this year. What uh, what year is he in his contract? Have we extended him or is he Yes, he signed he, he signed a new contract in the off season. For you know how long? I'm gonna have to go. I, I have the contract, and I apologize. I haven't looked at it since it was probably agreed to, which was back in March. So I apologize, but I'm a little fuzzy on the details. Wait, I need to go back and, and look at that before I lied to you. Okay, six years, and we just gave him an extension. If this year's like the last two or three years, um, I'm afraid we're and we already were there. But I'm afraid if we keep going much further with with the same product and things don't change. I'm afraid we're going to get into kind of the same spiral we're kind of in with football. Um, we're just hungry for something, a team, one of our teams or a couple of our teams, or of course all of them, to do something good on the field and, and excite us. It, yeah. nobody. It, it, it's shallow right now. Nobody wants an apathy spiral. No, no. Um, 
I'm expecting better things. I'm looking for a good win tonight. Go Red Wolves. Thanks, Wade. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Yeah, Mike Bellotto's first contract was for five years. And signed a new contract back in March. And I've got it pulled up, but it's it's 14 pages long. So let me see if I can find uh, the main dates on it. And buyouts and things like that. But it might be best for me to do this during a break. So we'll do that. We'll be right back right after this here on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. And Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night, the Buccaneers took down divisional rival New Orleans as Tom Brady and the Bucs trailed by 13 going into the final three minutes. But just as we've come to expect with Brady, the QB led Tampa to that last second comeback. The Buccaneers' win is a step in the right direction for a team that struggled to live up to the expectations. But although a victory is never something to be disappointed about, the Bucs still have a long way to go in order to compete with the NFC's best. Tampa ranks dead last in rushing yards per game, 27th in scoring offense, and in the rare chance the team does find the red zone, Tampa's in the bottom half of the league in red zone scoring percentage. Last night's win over New Orleans certainly will help the Bucs with that playoff run, but with so many glaring issues still hanging over this team, a last-second win over a 4-9 Saints team doesn't provide too much hope for fans looking for another Super Bowl run. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is above the noise. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Hankook tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, Free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year. Any time of year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's in Cardwell and in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's at Riverside. 68 years ago, my great-grandfather, Glenn Sane, opened up Glenn Sane Motors in Rector, Arkansas. Since then, my grandfather, Danny Ford, has expanded the dealerships to Paragould, Arkansas, and Kennett, Missouri. Throughout our history, our customers and employees have become family. Quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships have kept our customers coming back for over four generations. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. 
Unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where you can get started on a new set of in-stock tires and wheels for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year. Unwrap the savings and ramp up your safety with four brand new tires from Local Tire and Wheel. We believe that everyone should have the option to travel on safe, dependable tires because, let's be real, no one wants to be stranded on the side of the road in the cold. But most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. And that's where Local Tire and Wheel comes in. You get four tires today and we build a payment plan to fit your budget with no credit check and everyone approved and this month you can get started on any in-stock tires or wheels for only $25 out of pocket with no payments until next year six months same as cash payments to fit your budget no credit check and everyone approved unwrap holiday deals on tires and wheels only $25 gets you started right now at local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple minutes left in this new hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, Kara and Alex with you, 930 the number to call. Uh, previous segment, Wade had contract contract questions, and I did not have that information in front of me, but I knew I could I could access it and wanted to to double check. So, back in March, Mike Bellotto signed a a new two year contract with Arkansas State Athletics that is going to run to March fifteenth, twenty twenty four. So, of course, uh, he's here for at least this year, obviously, barring something just absolutely wild and unexpected happening that I don't even really want to want to think about. But uh, if, if there is, you know, a situation where a state would possibly look to move on following this year, if I'm reading correctly, the buyout would be 187.5 unless. A state were to win a regular season Sunbelt Conference Championship. Uh, they would win a conference uh, a conference tournament championship and get into either the NCAA tournament or the, the NIT. Or a state would win 10 regular season games against Sunbelt Conference opponents. If any one of those items on that checklist is accomplished, then the buyout would be 375. I think, I think I am interpreting that correctly. If I'm not, I apologize. I was trying to skim through 14 pages of contract during the break. But I think that is, that is accurate. Uh, back to the football discussion. Our KavanaughCars.com question. What is the biggest reason A-State will or will not be successful in 2023? And let's get caught up on some of your answers here from Twitter at Kara underscore Richie before we wrap up this noon hour. And uh, like some of your feedback here. We'll start with Joe, who says this was a very young team in 2022 that will build the stamina to finish a strong fourth quarter. One of these days very soon, I I need to go back 
and look at A-State's stats in the first three quarters versus the first versus the, the final quarter. We talked about the points. Just the in, incredible disparity in terms of points scored and points allowed in the first three quarters versus the final quarter for A-State. But I'd like to go back and look at, at rushing yards, at, at passing statistics, completion percentages, uh, explosive plays allowed, sacks allowed, all that different stuff, just all the different stats you can look at and look at how those stats are different in the first three quarters versus the final one. Looking at uh, some additional answers. Jeremy says quarterback play. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure if he if he's saying that will be a reason A-State will be successful or will not be a reason. But honestly, I could make the case for either. I thought quarterback play this year was was fine. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It was fine. There were some other issues with the offense that kept it from being more successful. Could quarterback play have been better? Yes. Could it have been worse? Yes. Which is why I kind of use the word fine. (laughs) Quarterback play was fine. Uh, But Jeremy continues to elaborate with his answer and says, offensive line will naturally be better. Quarterback is an unknown, and we need a playmaker. I want to circle back around to that playmaker discussion coming up in the top of the 1 o'clock hour. Justin says, uh, will not be a better year next year if we don't fundamentally change our offensive philosophy. Let's follow back around on that in the 1 o'clock hour as well. Garland says that ability or inability to control the line of scrimmage is the biggest reason that A-State football will or will not be successful coming up next year. By the way, I'm I'm 100% on board with that, Garland. You know, you just look at A-State's issues, particularly on offensive line, and you wonder what the season might have been like if that unit had been just a little bit better, if it had been a little bit healthier. And then, of course, you know, the big what if. What if what if Robert Holmes didn't get hurt? That unit has to be deeper in 2023. And we'll follow up on Aaron's answer coming up in the second hour of the program. Looking ahead to the 1 o'clock hour, uh, we do have a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves at Matt Stoltz coming up at 1.30. So looking forward to that. Going to try and uh, convince him to talk A-State with us today and not just have an entire segment about how Jacob deGrom is now a Ranger. But I make I make no promises. We'll see. We'll see what all uh, he wants to talk about today when he joins us at 1.30. But prior to that, we'll continue to have plenty of opportunities for you to get in on the phones with us. We'll continue to monitor the portal, which again is still very light on news in terms of Arkansas State, but we'll talk more about that in the second hour of the program. A big thank you to Alex for producing an hour one. Hey, thanks for having me as always. And uh, we'll go ahead and head to break here. Come back with more of the Workday Red Zone on the way right after this here on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald, your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, branching by Plans and Tire Service. Another All-American honor for an A-State football standout. Freshman place kicker Dominic Zavada named this morning to the 2022 College Football News Freshman All-American team. He was named last week to both the Pro Football Focus College All-True Freshman team and All-Sunbelt Conference First Team place kicker last week. The Lou Groza Award semifinalist broke the Sunbelt Conference single-season record by a true freshman for points by kicking in a season with 81 in the 2022 camp. In college basketball, for the first time since 2016, the A-State men's team travels to the city of colleges and roundabouts as they take on the UCA Bears tonight in Conway. Tip off on Scotty Pippen Court at the Ferris Center at 7, pregame 6.30 on 107IK5 and the EB Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. And in the NBA last night, no John Morant, no problem. Grizzlies beat Miami 101-93 at FedEx Forum. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed to plan the tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Registration for the spring semester is underway at East Arkansas Community College. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. With a lower cost and more support, you'll receive a better overall experience. On campus, virtual and blended classes are available for the spring semester. Returning students can register online. Advising and testing for new students are available on campus and virtually. Call 870-633-4480, extension 252, or email advising at eacc.edu to schedule an appointment for testing or to meet with an advisor. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. Choose EACC, a place to grow, to thrive, and to succeed. Register soon. Classes begin Tuesday, January 17th. Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation. Let Elite check your levels. And if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%. And my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com. At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The glasses shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragould, or Pocahontas locations. This is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. Is your HVAC system ready for fall and winter? Find out today with the Moore Super Checkup. Prevent unexpected breakdowns while extending the life of your system. Whether you need a heating or cooling inspection, we cover it all for just $54 for 54 years serving you. Call Moore Air Conditioning today, a Google-guaranteed HVAC company, 870-336-2023. Or visit us at mooreac.com. You deserve more, don't sell for less. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Minus one equals one. We've got one hour left to go. I promise I am more energetic than I sound. I will say, though, the view out the window of the KNEA studio is not the most, like, aesthetically pleasing one. A bit gloomy. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that fun. Mm-mm. We've got, first off, so you've got, like, big power lines immediately in, in the view. And then after that, it's just gray. And just then, gray. There's no, the leaves are falling off the trees Yeah, now. there's a brown Sign tree. Went, yeah, it's no longer summer. Fall's over already. We welcome in Ryan James yep. to the program as well as he's going to be producing for Looking us in the, the second window. hour of the program. Yeah, we're just... Cr- critiquing the sky. I guess... I guess at least on a positive note for me, like, you guys aren't going to be looking out the window and, like, daydreaming today because nobody wants to look outside. Yeah, it's so, true. I mean... Very true. Kind of kind of focus. Maybe not the best day for a parade either, but... No. No. Whatever. Uh, Those are fine either way. Yeah. Well, maybe if it doesn't... If it rains, <laughs> maybe it won't be. By the way, it's going to rain until until Friday. I just looked yep. at the weather. So just uh, I hope that, you know, you continue to have your rain gear with you, your boots, your umbrellas, your slickers whatever whatever you need it'll be all right all right uh let's let's see if we can get the the energy going uh for the last hour of the program today yeah coming up at 1 30 do you want to remind you voice of the red wolves is going to be here with us in studio so we are of course looking forward to that chat uh kavanaughcars.com question today we are asking you what is the biggest reason a state football will or will not be successful in 2023 and again, this is this is slightly too early to ask this question and get real, legitimate, spot-on answers uh, for the most part. Because the main reason for that is because there's still so many things to be decided before the 2023 season will get underway September the 2nd at Oklahoma. We have no idea what this roster is going to look like because there's going to be several significant things that happen between now and then before we know what uh, who all is going to be with this program in 2023. Obviously, right now, the transfer portal has just opened. It opened yester- yesterday. Uh, the overall numbers on the transfer portal are, are staggering. There are just an insane, insane, insane amount of players in the portal. Now, there's numerous different websites and Twitter accounts that are all tracking portal numbers. And unfortunately, none of them are being completely transparent. And what I mean by that is is very few of them have numbers in regards to the FBS portal. And very few of them have just solely numbers in terms of how it breaks down between scholarship players and, and non-scholarship players. Because while you certainly want to... We talk a lot about culture and you want to see your team do a good job in terms of, of holding on to players and things like that. 
at the same time, you, you know there's guys that, that are going to need to depart. And some of those players are going to be walk-ons who look for other opportunity somewhere else. So I don't have a good breakdown of that. But this was the number as of 8 p.m., excuse me, 7 p.m. Central Time last night. There were 771 players that entered the transfer portal yesterday. Of those 771, almost 10% were quarterbacks, 64 quarterbacks, who had career totals of 2,565 career starts. Not just the quarterbacks. Those were the 771, by the way. But just a ton, a ton, a ton of players. Today, no news from A-State on the portal. But again, there will be players. Because even if somehow you make it through this round, and you keep your roster primarily intact. I mean, the portal is going to be open until January the 18th. Between now and then, you've also got signing day. That's going to be coming up on December the 21st. If you beef up your roster, you do a good job of, of keeping your talent with your program. During the first round of the portal. During signing day. You still got to worry about what's going to happen after spring camp. There's going to be another 10 days. Or it's either 10 days or two weeks. I apologize that I, that I don't have that specific answer. Either 10 or 14 days where the portal's going to be open again in May after everybody goes through their spring camp. And there's going to be an additional wave of players that hit the portal then. So it's, it's far, far, far from being over. Far from knowing what these rosters are going to look like. So that's why I continue to say it's, it's too early to ask this question. But I wanted to have a football conversation today. Didn't want to start previewing bowl games yet. It's too early to talk Army-Navy. So I thought we would throw this out as well. There are two things you guys mentioned in, in some of your comments that we read at the end of the last hour that I, I thought thought were interesting. One, I think it was Jeremy that said, you know, this team... Let me find his exact quote so I don't, don't butcher it. Uh, he talked about what, what was good, what was bad, what will be good, what will be bad. But he just ended his statement on Twitter by saying, quote, we need a playmaker, end quote. And I think about when this team has had success. Not even necessarily like the 10-win the years, but, but the years where uh, this team at least won seven or eight games and at least was in the conversation at the end of the season for a conference title. You knew who your playmakers were. You knew... That if you needed something to happen on offense, that Omar Bayless or Jay Adams or Kirk Merritt could make that happen. You knew prior to that if you needed something to happen on defense that, that Cooley could make that happen. I don't know how many of those players have really lived up to, you know, the the high profile playmaker status over the past couple of years. Obviously, Sadu Traore this year was was phenomenal. You know, if you needed a big play on third down more often than not, he was your guy. Obviously, Dominic Zavada was Mr. Consistent. And uh, A-State football putting out a tweet today calling him old reliable, which is absolutely accurate, as he picked up another national award that we'll tell you about in a moment. But when you needed something incredible to happen on, on offense or defense, who did you turn to? A-State didn't necessarily have that clear, clear answer. One other answer here that I wanted to follow up on. 
and it was Justin who said this team will not be successful, quote, if we don't fundamentally change our offensive philosophy, end quote. I don't know if that's going to happen. And I'm not talking about that from a coordinator standpoint. I mean, at the end of the day, Keith Hackendorf is calling Butch Jones offense. Because you flash back to 2019 and 2020. A-State had a successful offense. Maybe not a powerhouse offense, but a successful offense. When you go back and you look at the, the offensive stats, this was a program that ranked in the top third of most categories. And I feel like if you are top third, clearly above average, then that unit is being successful more often than not. In the first two years that Coach Eckendorf was here, it was a successful offense. It has not been in the past two years. What changed? Was it the offense he was calling? Was it the personnel? Was it his own philosophy? It, it could be all of the above. But it might not be. Uh, when we talk reasons for optimism, for me, one of the reasons I think A-State could be successful in, in 2023 is I, I continue to think this defense is going to improve. There was a huge step taken by this defense from 21 to 22. The big issue in 22 is that the defense couldn't finish. And not just the defense, I mean, the entire team could not finish in the fourth quarter. I mean, we saw an A-State team that at the end of the game gave up, what, 34 points to Troy? A, a different game where they gave up three touchdowns, four touchdowns late to, to James Madison. I mean, just a couple touchdowns late to everybody. You're looking at how the defense fared in the first three quarters. Goodness gracious, powerhouses. But really, anywhere you look statistically, I mean, against the run, against explosive plays, A-State was significantly better this year than last year. So if you can take that next step forward, that would be absolutely massive. Looking at other news for A-State, we mentioned uh, a national honor for Dominic Zavada. Not at all surprising that he continues to get those he was... Uh, not just a guy worthy of the, the first team all Sunbelt designation, which is which is what we saw at the end of the season. But he was one of the best kickers statistically in the country. In the country. And so he was awarded, uh, continues to be rewarded with a lot of all-freshman team honors. And had that happen today as well. So he's been named to the 2022 College Football News Freshman All-America team. And they still have additional Freshman All-America teams that'll be released so I would not be surprised to see his name on a couple more of those looking at portal notes again no portal departures for a state today but we continue to see some interesting offers from the Red Wolves which by the way if, if I'm a coach right now dealing with this transfer portal madness my philosophy is to offer everybody now, not all 771 players that entered the portal yesterday. Not everybody, everybody. But if you think this player can make your roster better for 2023, if you think this player could give you depth, not even necessarily start, but give you depth at a position of need, you offer that player. Even if you haven't. 
by some chance seen a ton of film on this guy if somehow he's a surprise addition to the portal that maybe people didn't know what was coming but you start to see this guy pick up offers from everybody else in the Sun Belt you offer the player you offer everybody and you figure it out later that might sound bonkers but then you think about the fact that a state offered over 350 high school students for the class of of 2022 you're going to get about 17 or 18 signees out of that so you offer everybody and you figure it out later. Because offers, as we know, are not binding. Commitments are not binding. Even this day and age, NLIs with the transfer portal are not as binding as they used to be. Offer everybody. And then see what happens there. One of the latest offers uh, from A-State football is one that, that kind of caught my eye. That's Chandler Rogers. You're thinking, oh, that seems like a familiar name. Well, he was ULM's quarterback. In fact, spent the past couple of seasons there. He is a sophomore. He's already graduated, though, so he's got two years to play. And you look at Rodgers last year, and I don't remember the exact backstory with him, but just on paper, his numbers seem like they're all right. Over 2,400 yards passing, completed 68% of his passes, 15 touchdowns to seven interceptions. He was not, he, he could run it if he needed to. Had a couple games where he had around 50 yards rushing. Had an absolutely phenomenal game against Coastal Carolina, completing 27 out of 30 of his passes back in the month of October. That uh, completion percentage went down a little bit following that. That was certainly the high water mark. But he was all right. Now, does that mean that is A-State's number one target or anything like that? No, 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 no. That is just the most recent offer <laughs> to have gone out. As Chandler Rogers tweeted that out about an hour ago. Again, the spots of focus for A-State football appear to be wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line, in terms of uh, the offers that I've seen going out to, to you know, the most players. You're also going to have some quarterbacks out there and really anything and everything. Because this is a team that needs starters, at a handful of positions, the ones we just mentioned primarily, but also needs depth everywhere. Everywhere. So we'll continue to see what A-State football does here over the next few weeks. I know the coaches, a lot of coaches were out and about yesterday. Saw some of them tweeting their destinations. Saw some interesting, an interesting report from A-State Nation where Jeff Reed reported that Coach Butch Jones spent yesterday focused on visiting some of the in-state commitments. So Aaron Smith of Conway, Brandon Grill of Robinson, Walker Davis of Benton, Cedric Hawkins of Stuttgart. Additionally, Coach Shalala uh, was in Missouri City, Texas, where... A-State has a player that's committed from from that area, but also could potentially be pursuing a transfer portal player from that area as well. So these guys are all over. And as all over the portal as they can be. Uh, That being said, uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and step aside here for a break. 9303776 is the number to call. We'll have the phone lines open during the break, but we'll hit pause, come back, 
and uh, see what else is going on out there in the sports world right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. No matter the vehicle, when it's time to service your ride, go to the place that promises an honest job at a fair price at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Whether you're in a heavy-duty truck, a light truck, or a passenger vehicle, Purcell is home to the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires, plus free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hunter alignment machine. And every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. Call 972-TIRE and visit Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway Road, Jonesboro. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. So I'm apartment hunting and having this debate with a landlord. Like I said, no pets. Just can't rent you the unit. Yeah, he's a dog, but sir, he's not a pet. He's four-legged, he's hairy, he's on a leash, that's a pet. No, Henry is an assistance animal. Look, I'm legally blind. Couldn't you make a reasonable accommodation for my guide dog? Young lady, you can call your canine friend anything you want. Those are the rules. Rules? Rules that allow for housing discrimination? So I made a call to HUD to confirm that, indeed, landlords must make reasonable accommodations for assistance animals. And now we're so happy in our new apartment. If you think you've been discriminated against because of your disability, race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or familial status, call the HUD hotline, 1-800-669-9777, or go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. File a complaint. Make something happen. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. You've heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough. Or maybe, diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So, 
when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. What's the biggest reason A-State football will or will not be successful? Coming up next season, Patrick says line of scrimmage, period. Yeah, I I agree. Can A-State improve on the offensive line? Can they replace and reload on the defensive line? On the defensive line, you lose the interior John Mincy and TWA Ayers. You lose Kavon Bennett. At end, those are those are big, big departures. It's a good question. Uh, voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, going to be joining us ten minutes in ten minutes. So obviously, more A State talk on the table then as well. Uh, but checking in on Major League Baseball. Keep waiting for Jeff Passan to hit us with some big Cardinal news. A shortstop, a catcher, or something. And instead, the only news out there for the Cardinals, news you just absolutely do not want to see, and involves Cardinal broadcaster Dan McLaughlin. Of course, he has been uh, the game voice, the game host uh, on Valley Sports for I don't know how long now. Somebody I enjoy watching. But he was arrested and charged Sunday evening with persistent DWI. He was arrested a couple of times in the early 2010s for DWI. In fact, it was uh, November 2010, November 2011 is when he previously pleaded guilty to driving while intoxicated and then again was arrested Sunday evening. Just disappointing, disappointing news. Uh, First, I hope he gets the help that he needs because... This is clearly an issue, but also make no mistake about it. The Cardinals have to, he cannot be affiliated with the Cardinals anymore. Because while you don't fire someone for being sick or for having an addiction or a mental illness or anything like that, you do fire someone if they continue to put other lives at risk. And that's what he's done every time he's decided to go out and and drive while intoxicated. I hope that the Cardinals keep him on the payroll for Bally long enough to get him help. Long enough to pay for a facility or or whatever. Long enough to make sure he has health insurance to do that. And then part ways. He can never again be a a public face of the Cardinals or of Bally sports. Also, he's probably going to jail. I'm not sure about what the Missouri DUI lies, DUI, uh regulations are, but I know in reading what I have, DWI persistent is significant. And there is no excuse for this. From a baseball perspective, again, there is no news on the Cardinals. They are 
Still reportedly looking around the shortstop market. The name that was mentioned yesterday was Dansby Swanson, previously the Braves. And they are still obviously in need of a catcher. But no news at this point in time. The winter meetings began yesterday in San Diego. They will run until Thursday, I believe. So there's still going to be some significant moving and shaking that come out of these meetings. And, of course, some of the biggest names out there still still nothing on, you know, guys like Aaron Judge. Although we've started to see some of the pitchers find some homes. Uh, there have been some other deals going on today. But nothing as significant as what we saw yesterday with Trey Turner heading to the Phillies. And Verlander heading to the Mets. So we'll continue to keep you updated on that if if there is news that comes out there. There's going to be news at some point, right? Right. But just not not yet. Uh, looking around at some other pro news, Grizzlies able to get a win last night, which was actually, I mean, look, that was surprising. Not that the Heat are necessarily a, a great team, but goodness gracious, when you're down everybody. <laughs> which the Grizzlies were last night. I mean, that's that's uh, that's tough. And it's not like the the Heat are tanking or anything right now. They they were eleven and twelve going into that game last night. But the Grizzlies without John Morant and without, of course, still Desmond Bain and without Jaron Jackson Jr. and without Zaire Williams and I don't even remember who all else the Grizzlies were without. Without all of those players, they still managed to come out on top, one hundred one to ninety three. Last night at FedEx Forum. It, it was in due, uh, due partly to a monster game from Tyus Jones. 28 points and 10 rebounds. So he was able to step up and replace some of that production for all of those other guys uh, that were out. Santi Aldama had 18 points and 10 rebounds. Dylan Brooks was 17. So again, just uh, good stuff all around from the Grizzlies. Especially when you consider the fact that they were without so many guys on the second night of a back-to-back. You can't tell me anybody had had legs that were feeling good by the end of that one. But they came through. I'm trying to figure out how many guys actually suited up. For the Grizzlies last night overall, they just played nine guys. But again, uh, came out on top. They'll be back at it on Wednesday in Memphis, taking on the Thunder. Very interested to see if that's going to be the first Zaire Williams sighting of the season. Because if you go back to last night, he had been upgraded from out to doubtful. So what's that going to look like ahead of tomorrow's game? Very interesting. But obviously there is he continues to work up the work up the designation listing. I mean, he's getting closer. It's still going to be Christmas. Before this Grizzlies team is healthy. But starting to see glimpses of that along the way. Uh, sure would be fun. So I hope he's close to returning. That being said, uh, we'll step away from the Grizzlies conversation for a moment. As it's time to catch up with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He will join us in studio after this. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hi, I'm Chris Gamble, and it's time for our Gamble Home Annual Toy Drive. 
This holiday season, let's keep a child in need warm and happy. We're looking for shoes, coats, and toys to give back to local kids in need. Now through Christmas Eve, bring any donation to any Gamble home to help us give back to our local kids in need. All donations will go to the Children's Home in Perigold and the Children's Shelter in Walnut Ridge. Shop local, give local. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. If you think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day -day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the High Troll family. Visit careers.hytroll.com. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, Inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best of the best six years in a row. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and & Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. The A-State men travel to Conway Tuesday night as they take on UCA. Tip-off is at 7 on 107.9 K-Fine. Red Wolves basketball brought to you in part by Centennial Bank, 1812 Pizza, Arkansas State University, more air conditioning, Mr. T's, Jim's Pawn Shop, NEA Golf Cars, Bamboo Japanese Cuisine, Calmer Solutions, Farmers Insurance Agent Sarah Tipton, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Farmers and Merchants Bank, David Martin Office Furniture, Purcell Tire and Service Center, and Rumble cookies. Later, much later, we heard something. We didn't breathe for listening. Then footsteps on the back porch, creeping, then more confident. After all, nobody was home. A hand closed on the knob on the screen door to the kitchen and found it latched. We heard a little sawing sound as a file began to slice through the screen wire. Grandma reached down for something in her sewing basket. Through the darkness, I managed to notice Grandma's rocker was rocking and she wasn't in it. She was standing over me. Keep just behind me, she whispered. I followed her across the room into the kitchen. Now we were by the door, and I heard the scuffle of heavy feet in there on the crinkly linoleum. Grandma turned back to me. Under my nose, she struck a wooden match with her thumbnail. She touched the match to something in her other hand. It sizzled. Then she leaned down and rolled it into the invisible kitchen. Explore new worlds. Find out what happens next by reading the book A Long Way from Chicago by Richard Peck. For other great book ideas, visit literacy.gov. A message from the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. 
giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen Ryan's still hanging out. Joined now by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. You still mad at me? I was not going to bring this up. Do you have to bring, do you really want to get into this? I had a full list of questions that we should talk about. You want to bring up something from this morning? Sure. We can bring it up. All right. So here's what happened this morning. I walk you give in. your version. I'll give my version. I, wa- I walk into uh, the, the back part of our office building to say my hellos, double check with Stoltz to see if he is free today to hang out with us at 1.30. And he immediately looks at me and starts talking smack about my sweater, which is a very nice sweater that my stepmom bought me a couple years ago for Christmas. I just mentioned the color. I think it's a very nice sweater. So elaborate for our listeners as to I why said, this is a point of contention. You're wearing a purple sweater on the day that we're playing UCA. Now, and then you called out my, I guess, um, ability or lack of to identify proper colors. I see purple there. You saw something else. My sweater is mauve. Mob's not in my vocabulary. See, here's the deal. I, I know I'm talking to that an audience. That wasn't one of my 64 crayons in Me my neither. set. <laughs> Ryan, what color is my sweater? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to start with Matt. That looks purple to me. I'm, I don't, I'm, listen, I've never heard of mob before. That's new to me. I've never, I'm 23. I've never heard of mob. You know, that, that's uh, what, four I, other see, people now that have identified that sweater. Oh, really? I, I hate. I hate mass generalizations for a group of people. <laughs> I had like a I, I and, same thing. I had a sixty-four box of crayons. I never saw. Them. Hey, in fairness to you, Kara, I I totally believe that when you woke up and picked out your outfit this morning, you were not thinking about having anything close to UCA's colors. Let me finish. Okay. Where I, what, what I was going to, going to say because I real I realize I am talking to an audience that is that is at least ninety percent male right now, <laughs> but I'm about to just like blanket insult all of you. Dudes do not know colors. You guys know ten colors, and that's like it. That's it. see most women know a full assortment of colors. So instead of purple, I have on a a mauve sweater. If it was a different shade of purple, somebody might think it was violet, or perhaps <laughs> it could be blue-violet, or it could be, oh gosh, and see, now I'm getting worked up, so I can't even name my colors. The only exception to this is different shades of red, and that is only because there are a million red football teams in our vicinity. So I have no doubt that you guys can distinguish red versus scarlet versus <laughs> cardinal versus maroon. But any right. other color? No, 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 no. You well, guys, you guys Cajuns, know like 10 colors. They're uh, vermilion. Vermilion. Yeah. Exactly. My See? M- See, you just proved my point. You immediately knew their shade of red. My mom is But you cannot recognize what color purple my, or what is and what is my not purple. My own mother's. Has color. anybody else ever heard of mob? 930 <laughs> Yeah, Call that's mom. the question of the day now. <laughs> <laughs> just get out. we got to go to break. No. The segment no, is no. over. Forget the A-State talk. I'm done. There you go. We made her mad. I'm sorry, Kira. I apologize. Mauve.
small. Just like you should apologize so, for So, see, look, this has actually turned into an informational an, an, an inf- informational segment. Ryan now knows what color mauve is. My mom has gotten mad at me for not knowing the difference between white and cream. How do you not know the difference between those? She said, Ryan, your sheets, you need to know that's a cream color. That's cream, Ryan. Like, that's whatever. Okay. We've had an argument about this, I swear. One of these days, Ryan, you'll be married, and you'll need to. I got to distinguish. You'll need to be able to make that distinction. I, I'm learning some things today. Why that in the correct way to fold towels. That's and, very important. Okay. Yeah, she's she's a stickler about that as well. So now we're helping Ryan out. We're yeah. I'm learning something. I, I, this is. I appreciate this, y'all. I'm learning some new stuff about colors. <laughs> we're gonna have for for the rest of the year. We're going to have, like, one segment that is just an introduction to color theory on on this, this program. Y'all we're gonna, don't like it. We're going to go through different, different colors. Y'all call in and t- talk about your colors. Talk about your favorite colors. <laughs> 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 about your favorite colors. All right. I, I tell you what. Let's, let's table that discussion and focus on the scarlet and black for a moment again. Okay. I know, I know you guys know. I like those guys. Uh, are we going <laughs> to... Are are we gonna what kind of game are we gonna see tonight? Are we gonna watch uh, watch A State go to Conway and have another Big Ten basketball game breakout like we saw last week, or know. what's that in was, store? That was interesting Thursday night, um, just because of the pace of it, and I thought Arkansas State played well against Mississippi Valley. I mean, they were very efficient offensively. I can't remember a team only putting up thirty nine field goal yeah. attempts in a game, but they made twenty one of them. So the Red Wolves shot 54% in that win, and they, then they held Mississippi Valley to 38 points. I think that was the lowest total for a Division One opponent that we've had since 2013 and held the Delta Devils to 29% shooting. So, yeah, I mean, I thought there were some really good things from that game. Now, that said, was it a pretty game? No. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty <laughs> ugly to watch. But uh, – at the same time, I think that uh, tonight we'll we'll have a little bit better pace to it. What's uh, what's what's UCA good at? What are they? What stands out about the Bears? You know, I, I'm still trying to. They're kind of like us. I mean, I, it's hard to figure them out. Eight games into the season, they're sitting there at four and four. You know, they haven't played just a ton of like opponents. They they did beat Little Rock by double digits, which you know says yeah. uh, says something there, and then. You know, they went up to Loyola, Chicago last week. That was their last game. I think they were there last Wednesday. And, of course, we know what Loyola, Chicago has done in recent years. And, you know, they kept it fairly close. I think they were down four at the half and ended up losing by 15. So, you know, they've got some talent. They're a fairly young team. I think they only have one senior on the roster. they got a sophomore kid out of Bryant named Cameron Hunter. And he was a son freshman of the year last year and, preseason first team uh, all-conference this year, and he's averaging 16 points a game. So uh, I think that uh, there's some challenges tonight. And, yeah, it's it's a challenge anytime you go on the road. And, you know, they've only played – the Red Wolves have only played two road games to this point. You know, they had, had to go to LSU and then went way out to California to mm-hmm. take on a pretty good UC Davis team. But that's been it so far. The other six games to this point have been at home. So I think it's important to get a couple of road tests this week tonight and then Friday at Air Force and you know we should learn a, a lot more about this bunch. Also, you know, important to keep 
testing these these freshmen, especially Terrence Ford and Isaiah Nelson. I've liked Aren't so much of, of what I've seen. Yeah, but what what's in store as these guys continue to, to get acclimated college ball? I think they're just going to get better. I mean, how about a true freshman yeah. eight games into his – you know, first season in college basketball, leading the nation in assist-to-turnover ratio. And what's amazing about that is we've got another guy in the top ten nationally in assist-to-turnover ratio. Avery Feltz is number ten in that category uh, in the entire country. So I think that uh, that kind of tells you a lot about uh, the way the Red Wolves have valued the basketball. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's good to see Terrence Ford get off to the start that – that he is, he's distributing the ball well. I think he can be much more of a scorer than what he's shown us to this point. And I think Coach Bellato wants to see him score the ball a little bit more. But as you would expect, a true freshman coming in and you know a guy that primarily plays the point guard position, he's a guy that's going to want to distribute a, a little bit more. That's kind of his instinct. I would expect him to, as he grows more comfortable, uh, put the ball up a little bit more and – I think he's a lot like Caleb Fields. He's really good at attacking the basket. He seems to um, really be at his best when he's, you know, attacking the rim and drawing contact, getting fouled, getting to the line, and that's what the Red Wolves need more of right now. 7 o'clock is when that one tips off tonight. Mm -hmm. So that means your pregame coverage starts at 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. How how much have you been scrolling through social media the past couple of days just kind of checking on portal I've been news. trying to avoid it <laughs> but it, it's hard you know and I get texts from people say oh, I heard so-and-so is doing this and I'm like okay well I hadn't heard that yet but I, I, I'm trying to keep up you know I'm just trying to limit the number of times I'm looking every day I, I don't want it to be something that I'm constantly <laughs> checking every five minutes but uh, it, it's it's hard not to, uh, you know, be excited about the possibilities that are out there. Yeah. And obviously there's a ton of them on the table with the transfer portal. And obviously we're trying to lock down this, you know, high school uh, recruiting class as well, trying to uh, get these uh, guys that have been recruited for a while locked in and hopefully uh, they're good up through signing day. And then, you know, I know there's uh, quite a few transfers that uh, that have been offered, and uh, we'll see how that all shakes out too. But December 21st can't get here soon enough. You got a scoop for us? You said you're getting all these messages about people. I mean, no, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and break any news right now. I'll let the coaches do that later on. But. And that doesn't mean I, I have any big scoop right now because I, I think that um, uh, there's still a lot of things to kind of shake out sure. over the next few days. Got a transfer portal rant on the podcast today. We have a really good <laughs> transfer portal rant on the podcast. Bobo got it started this week, and, and uh, we had a lot of fun with that. But uh, anyway, I enjoyed that, but really enjoyed our visit with Jeff Purinson mm -hmm. and uh, – it was a good time to have him in because it's been a, a really busy first six months for him. And, you know, we had had him on the podcast when he first came to Arkansas State, and that was kind of a get-to-know-you session. But I uh, had a chance to kind of go through everything he's learned in six months. And, yeah, there's all the on-the-field stuff. And I think 
most people around the program know there's been a lot of staff changes in the athletic department, a lot of new people, obviously a new athletic director, but a new chancellor. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's a feeling out process right now and a learning process as well. And I think Jeff did a good job at kind of explaining everything that's going on. But he also talked about, you know, some of the contracts that are up right now, you know, Learfield's uh, contract uh, is, is looking at being renewed and they're in the final year of that. Um, you know, same thing with Adidas, that contract's coming up. Uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on with the ticketing system and Ticketmaster. That, that's another thing that has kind of been thrown on his table. And this is all kind of all at happening time, yeah. at once. So uh, things they're trying to figure out. So we're able to go in-depth about that. We go in-depth about uh, football and the expectations there. And uh, really good conversation. So I encourage everybody to, to check it out. It's Second to None podcast. That is available wherever you get your podcast. It is. So you can look forward to that. Look forward to tonight's A-State men's basketball game at UCA. That is on 107.9 K-Fine and your K-Fine app as well. Before we get out of here, mm -hmm. I've pulled up a picture of the UCA Bears logo, which is purple, black, and gray. Is my sweater the same color as the Bears logo? I don't know. I think it's really think close. It's not the same shade of purple. It's a little darker tint to it. So that would be no. Well, I mean, there's. it's like blue. I mean, there's all kinds of shades of blue, just like there's shades of purple, right? Like mauve is a shade of purple. So you say, you're saying mauve is a purple. You just admitted it. But not all... No, no, no. You no, just no, said no. You mob twisting is, my words. is a shade of purple. I didn't, I didn't twist anything. You just said it's a, it's a purple. But it's not purple purple. <laughs> we can go on all day about this. This is not... My sweater is not... Is, is my sweater the color of the Bears logo? Yes or no? Not, no, okay, not no, exactly all right, all the right. same as We as want to thank logo. you for your time today. <laughs> We know you got to hit the road and get to Conway. She's so we're gonna kicking me out. So we're going to let you go. We're going to let you go on that note. Thanks for hanging out. That was fun. We'll see you later. We might talk sports when we come back. We might give you guys a better tutorial on your purples. We'll see. We'll see what happens after the break. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northridge Bermuda, or Tiffway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578 20 for pickup and delivery, visit their Facebook page and at pointsetturfgrass.com. The A-State men's and women's basketball teams return to the floor at First National Bank Arena on December 14th and 15th. The Red Wolves men welcome in Southeast Missouri State at 7 p.m. on Wednesday the 14th, while the A-State women play their only home game of December against Grambling State at 7 o'clock on Thursday the 15th. Go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets to take advantage of holiday ticket discounts. Make your plans to get your wolves up for the Red Wolves when the A-State men take on SEMO on December 14th and the women host Grambling on December 15th. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. 
figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um... Rad, just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities, a world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. It is the home stretch of the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you for one more segment. I have I used up all my energy on the purple argument in the previous segment, and I have no idea what we're going to do here for the next four minutes. <laughs> That I guess was, I was in that that was full of energy that conversation. I, I will, that went that went places. I will restate one more time before we move on to other topics that my sweater is mauve and not mauve. purple. Right. But uh, right. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try and move on. We're gonna try and move on. We're gonna tell you the right fiber hotline is open at nine three oh three seven seven six. We're also gonna tell you that right fiber brings you the right speed at the right price. And uh, right now, hey, you can check and see if it is available for your area at rightfiber.com. Might just have three minutes of silence to finish out the station. (laughs) 
Yeah, I can give us a countdown. Again. Yeah, yeah, we're not. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. If it was thirty seconds, maybe, maybe three minutes is a little much. I will go ahead and tell you tomorrow. Uh, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to open up our show with a conversation with Arkansas State track and field coach Dr. Jim Patchell. The indoor season is going to be getting underway this weekend, so he's going to join us for a preview. Normally, we bring you our A-State update on Wednesdays at about 1230, but uh, he's got some other things on the docket tomorrow, so he's going to join us right after the beginning of the show. So about 1205-ish is when we will get ready for that conversation tomorrow. So very much looking forward to that. Uh, Elsewhere in in news today, you know, a couple of segments ago before our entire mauve versus purple discussion, we were talking a little bit of MLB hot stove with you. And of course, immediately after we went to break in in that after that conversation, uh, there was news that came out, which it's not necessarily uh, news news. What I mean there is it's just, you know, reports of possible potential future news, which is half of what the hot stove is anyways. It's just rumors about rumors. Uh, But John Heyman. Uh, about 25 minutes ago, who, of course, is an insider of the MLB Network, he put out the tweet that said, quote, STL cards remain among favorites for Wilson Contreras, looking toward a longtime star of a main rival for possible Yadier replacement, end quote. So, again, that's not actually, you know, news, news, but it's potentially a report of future, possible, maybe, could be news. By the way, I'm going to say this uh, more for me than, than for you. But just a reminder that Wilson has two L's in it. <laughs> I forget that all the time. And I'll try and search for news on social media on Wilson Contreras. And I, and I spell it wrong and I just I can't find him. And I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, two L's. Now, you guys probably already knew that. But I forget that. So I'm saying this for me. So today we're teaching you about spelling and colors. Mom. So that's what, that's what we got going on. <laughs> Uh, coming up tomorrow, in addition to, of course, our conversation with Coach Dr. Jim Patchell, uh, we'll also recap some Arkansas State hoops with you. Is of course, the men are going to be playing tonight at the UCA Purple Bears. Purple not necessarily in their name, but that is definitely, definitely their color. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk more portal with you and, and see if there's any other moving and shaking out there around the college athletics world again uh, i haven't checked i haven't checked the portal for a state in like you know 20 25 minutes but uh to this point through a day and a half still no news with the red wolves in terms of portal departures minus of course the ones we knew about last week so i I would not look this is again this is not how it is going to be for the entire 45 day window of of the portal uh that the portal is is open it's it's not it's there are going to be departures. But right now, there's not, not any departures yet. So we'll see what happens. That's a wrap. 99% sure we're not going to argue about colors tomorrow, but I don't want to make I, I don't want to make any promises. 99% sure though. Hey, thanks to everybody who hung out through that mess today. <laughs> And thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for joining us earlier as well. If for some reason you want to rehash that conversation, it'll be up later at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And we will return tomorrow at noon.
So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.